Okay, there I am. My other screen was glitching, and the whole time I couldn't hear anything. And so you didn't see it, but I was in a mild panic. But that mild panic is quickly subsiding. Welcome, Fang Fam. As always, it is such a pleasure to have you all here. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yes, okay. I heard it's, there's no audio, but it's here now. Awesome. Welcome, welcome. As always, I'm Bozer. Thank you for being here, you guys. This is your Monday Night Geek Out Sesh. We do this each and every Monday with a brand new, amazing guest. And uh, maybe they're not always brand new. Maybe it's their third time, as is the case tonight with the vampire, Jack Townsend. And of course, he always brings his harem of vampires with him. I am so excited to have you guys. I can't even keep up with the chat. This is the one time in a quarter that I can't keep up with the chat. Um, but shout out if you're here. I see Beetleplier, Heroes of Evermore, Fate Moles for Dread, Nymphwitch, Symphonica, Crizzy, the Vampire, something. It always cuts off. I get like 10 characters and then dot, dot, dot. But you guys, thank you so much for being here. And thank you for being here to support Jack, which is the most important thing. I always love when my guests have a full community behind them right there in the chat, because that makes the conversation all the more fun. And I knew, oh God, I knew you were gonna be here. So I kind of crafted my questions a little bit. I put myself in your shoes and thought, what are the kind of questions that maybe the Fang Fam doesn't often get to ask and that we can talk at length tonight. Um, so get ready but if this is your first time to fgbg for geeks by geeks welcome this is the place where geeks come to geek out and we just want to be that community where you can geek out about anime cosplay writing all the geeky shit the best things on the internet and maybe you don't have a place to do that um not everybody has a fang flam discord like you guys do so you can always join the fgbg discord or you can tune in here and geek out with us will be that call at 3 a.m. Then you just finished your favorite anime and are sobbing and there's no one there to comfort you. I may not know everything, but I know that I'm here for you. So thanks for being here, you guys. Um, a couple of announcements. We are back uh, on Wednesdays. T always streams on Wednesdays. He's been doing some fun things. He just did Betrayal on House of the Hill. They did some board games. So if you'd like more of that kind of thing, tune in on Wednesday. He also did... Uh, he paints where he paints minis and chats and just start a chance to get to know you and vibe. And then we used to, used to air our ongoing Cloudscape episodes on Thursdays, but we have since just moved to uploading those on YouTube and podcasts on Saturdays. And we just unveiled our latest episodes. Uh, if you are tuning in to those, um, you did notice that 21 was forever lost in technical difficulties eaten by that beast the bane of this channel but um i i tried to make it up to you by dressing like an a wizened old wizard and regaling you with the story of what happened in the last episode 21 so go check that out and then 22 you can jump right into but i've been having a lot of fun with that show and that homebrew my first homebrew so if you like ttrbgs and stories and urban fantasy which i know you do then go check that out but i know you didn't hear me or come to hear me flat my jaws you came for vladdy daddy himself uh we were just chatting before stream and just like showering each other 
with compliments. The fact this man has anything complimentary to say at all about me, not to say that his heart is most complimentary, but just the fact that he enjoys the show enough to come back three times means so, so much. And I know that this is going to be one for the ages. I can't wait to jump into his book. If you haven't had your copy, go ahead and use command vampire, grab it tonight. And then also while you're there, use command QOTD, which is the question of the day. And I kind of have a feeling I know where the answer is going to be in the chat tonight. But the question is, would you rather remain a free normie or become an immortal vampire enslaved to Jack Townsend? Let me know. Just fire away Jack Townsend, Jack Townsend, Jack Townsend, Jack Townsend. You guys are the most loving and devoted group that we ever have here in the chat. And I'm thrilled to have you take a seat, grab something to drink. Cause we already discussed, we're getting real tonight, y'all. Yes, vampire. Uh, yes, Shane, the bromance is so real. I am gutted that we don't live closer, that we can bring this bromance to life over some whiskey on a regular basis. But I'm already a couple glasses in because I want to get real with y'all tonight. I want to pick Jack's brain and I just want to have the night of my life, which I always do. So without further ado, please give it up for the king of vamp talk himself, our Vladdy Daddy, the vampire, Jack motherfucking Townsend. Hey guys! Yes! Yes! I'm glad that we could start on the growl. Had to. I had to start on the growl. Absolutely. Oh my god, I keep hitting this. Jackie, my guy! Hey. How are you? I'm good, how are you? Thank you for having me back. I missed you. Dude, whenever you let us know that you have something new, which you did, you said, hey, I got this book, I'd love to talk about it. I said, bet, when? I'm, I am so appreciative. Thank you very much for having me. I, I love, I love you guys here. You guys are amazing. It's purely selfish at this point. I just like hanging out with you. You're such good vibes and such good energy. Even through a screen. I, I don't know that I'd be fully prepared to have this energy inches away. <laughs> it's a time. It's definitely a time. <laughs> but everybody is asking, did I practice my growl? Did you? Anybody, anybody that was here for episode one with Jack Townsend, you can go back and watch, but I did my very best. And I think, I think I had been practicing because you and I had spoken um, yeah. a few months ago. I was in a production of Beauty and the Beast and I played the Beast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I really, I had to find the grovel. So just go ahead and flame me in the chat now, but here's, here's my best. Let's go. <clears throat> you got it. You got it. <clears throat> yeah! Yeah! Better? Great! Better? Great! I loved it! It's no Jack Townsend, but it's Baby Bozer, and I'll take it. It's great, though! It is great. Hi, Bozer. That was amazing. Excellent. You did great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so 
this is a redundant question, but for anyone that doesn't know who you are or what you do that's here in the chat, tell us a little bit about what you got going on and who the Vampire Jack Townsend is. Hi guys, how are you doing? I'm the Vampire Jack Townsend. I am the Vampire King of Vamp Talk. But on top of being TikTok's uh, Vampire King, I'm also an independent filmmaker, award-winning independent filmmaker, a best-selling author. I'm a professional musician. I am a sponsored and promoted male model, and I am a creator and artist. Um, yeah, I everything. That, I do Just everything. everything. <laughs> do everything. If it's vampire-related, I'm doing it. Pretty much. <sighs> And, and the thing is, like, you can list all of those qualities and not that anybody that that does those things isn't, I'm going to sound like a real asshole. I'm trying to no, find no. a way of not sounding like an asshole, not against Damn. you, but, it anyway. but we all know those douchebags. You're like, oh yeah, I'm an artist. I'm a model. I'm a writer. And maybe they like dabble, but yeah. when you dabble, the world fucking takes notice and like you said, award-winning, um, signed, model. Like, you are doing it. You don't just do these things because you claim to do. You actually do them, and you do it with your full chest. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> that means a lot the jack of all you. trades. That's funny. Thank you very That means so much to me. Thank you so much, seriously. <laughs> and it's all good. That's the thing. It's all good. It's not fair. It's not fair. You know, it's, uh, it's, I waited a really long time to be able to do this and to be able to, uh, hold my, I hold my skills for a really long time and I'm finally able to kind of show the world what I can do. It just ha so happens to be that in my own kind of isolation that I just worked on everything and now here we are. <laughs> So let's get deep right away, if you don't mind. Let's go. Oh, let's go. Cause, yes. Because you just mentioned, you said that you waited a really long time to yeah. really own what you were doing and share that. So yeah. can you explain what caused you to wait and then what stopped and caused you to actually share who you were? Absolutely. I, you know me, I'll always go deep there. Uh, I, in my life, I did not have like a, a lot of support. Like um, I didn't have a lot of support. I I was not blessed with very high social standing. So I didn't have many friends. I was very much just a geek and a nerd and you know, a living vampire, which is something we've talked about. Just mm -hmm. kind of on my own. I, I didn't have many people boosting me and most of the time, it was the opposite. It was people kind of holding me back, holding me down, telling me, I can't do this. You can't do that. You you can't sing. You're not good looking. You can't act. Da, 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 all these things. So in the background, while these things were going on, I was honing my skills, hon honing my craft. I would spend four hours, five hours practicing music. I would write poetry. I, I specifically remember in high school, I was in a... Um, what is it called? Like a, a, a um, after school program. Mm -hmm. And to get through it, I actually gave the teacher a stack of 100 poems. I said, if you'll pass me, I'll give you these. And I went back and he passed me by, and he had A's on each of the poems. 
And, uh, but nobody really, really knew about this because I was so scared for people to see my, see me because yeah. of the things that I was told because of the people that held me down as well as my own fear. So within this last, especially last two, two year window, when I finally was able to be free and finally able to kind of show who I am and embrace myself fully, that's when I was like, you know what? I need to treat these ne- these two years. I need to treat these years going forward like they have been my whole the whole rest of my life, the beginning of my life. That this is um, my time to finally show who I am, make up for all of that lost time. So. That's and I can't it. believe that you've had this meteoric rise in only two years. Yeah. And I and I love that it was because you said, no, this is who I am. I'm going to share it. And I have to commend you because how many people in life get stomped on and knowing that they have a gift, they have something to share, but they get stomped on to the point that they are convinced that they do not have yeah. that gift. But something in you kept working and kept sharing and kept honing those skills even without the support and that's huge i think thank you thank you very much um it was hard you know because i would constantly look in the mirror and i would tell myself all these things and you know but uh luckily i am a huge mental health advocate and I, i've been in therapy my whole life like i said i'm transparent as hell uh mm-hmm. therapy was like the about majority you. of my life uh cannot recommend therapy enough um but because of the help that I was able to seek out as well as was given to me, because not everyone can afford, you know, to, to, mm-hmm. to get therapy, I was able to really Unfortunately, America. Unfortunately, come on, seriously. Um, I was very lucky enough to learn the tools to kind of get through all of that and continue to rise through my own anguish and my own doubt to become the person that I am today. So... For the people that might be in the chat or watching back later, maybe they're struggling with that very same thing, but they they haven't had the tools. Yeah. What were you telling yourself, or what were you doing during those those days that you were struggling that helped keep pulling you forward? Oh my goodness. Um, I I guess the things that I would tell myself, like on top of learning, like it wasn't even just what I would tell myself. It was just my love of the things that I already, that I do. That it wasn't just like, I know I need to do this. It was also, I have fun doing what I do. So I would do it for fun. I would do, mm-hmm. I would make my art for fun and try to kind of like be better. But the biggest things that help me, I will say right now, are exercise, keeping a healthy diet. Like these, these are, I'm not even kidding. These help me so much. Write uh, these down people, write these down. Med- meditation is massive meditation so find some form of spirituality or something to believe in or something to kind of um work with you know mm-hmm. you can be whatever you whatever you subscribe to and honestly making sure that you look in look in the mirror and every day as hard as it is as difficult or as as much as you might not like what you see or in your mind you might tell yourself i'm not good enough i'm not good looking i'm not this you look in your eyes and you say, I'm enough. I am beautiful. I can do this. Self-love is the most important thing. And it is so underrated. 
Because once you can start to kind of like convince yourself that you are enough and that you deserve respect and you deserve the things that you want in life and that you can have them, that's when the universe goes, you, I got you. We're going to be okay. When you start believing you are enough, then everyone else will notice that truth. Yeah. Confidence. Confidence oh. is everything. And that's how you start to have confidence because self-love. You know, without self-love, of course, you're not going to have that confidence. But the moment you start walking a little straighter, the moment you start mm -hmm. speaking with a little more intention, people immediately, you start living your truth, people immediately go, oh, well, if you, you have this, like, oh, there's something to it. That's interesting. Okay, okay. Well, I didn't see you that way before. You know, and it, it spreads into every area of life. It really does. It really does. I'm, I'm a product of this as well. Early on in my life, I had zero confidence. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know who I should be. I didn't fit in with anyone. I felt like I was bad at everything. I didn't have a anything to be proud of, I felt like. But through the theater, in fact, early on when I, I finally got to be on stage, then I saw my gift of being this quirky, weird dude as a gift instead of a detriment. And, and it was at that same time that I finally let my mother's words sink in, which is every day you decide whether it's going to be a good day or not. doesn't matter what happens to you. Bad things will happen, but it's your choice to have a good day. And so I started waking up thinking today's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. And I really, it, it's, words. Oh it's so strange that the attention, the positive attention that I got for the first time in my life, and I, it's carried me through ever since. It's amazing. That is great. That's a that's an amazing way. That I love that. I absolutely love that. I'm going to use that from now on. To wake up every yes. day, like today's going to be a great day. Yeah, because it is a good day. It's bad things happen, but that doesn't change whether it's a great day or not. That's true. Exactly. Hit the nail on the head. But I mean, we're saying the same thing, just in different ways. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I think I think at the same time, it all comes down to intention. It's almost like manifestation. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're you're manifesting. You're saying, you know, today's going to be a good day, and you know, you're making it reality. You are controlling your own reality in that way. It's pretty. It's pretty interesting. And it's your life. Why shouldn't you control your reality? Exactly. Exactly. So in two years, you created this massive following through your web series. You created amazing heavy metal rock. You created uh, a book of poetry. Uh, you are a part of TV series. Like I want to I check in on that, by the way, at the end. And yeah. now you've just released your first urban fantasy novel surrounding the character Jack Townsend. You know. There she is. Yeah. You know? Yes. <laughs> Before we even get into the book, like knowing that, that that you've done all these things in two years, like do you ever pinch yourself? Like do you ever think like, okay, but like when's it gonna end? Every day. <laughs> Every no, seriously. You know, people see me all the time and they're like, oh, the you know swagger and he's so confident. I wake up almost every single day. And I think of it as if it was almost like three, four years ago. And I wake up in my bed and I'm like, wait, is this real? Like, I'm not kidding. I go, wait, is this, this is real, right? Like, and I'll have, I'll have in the matrix, plenty of moments where I'll be like 
so afraid that it's going to end or so afraid that I'm going to be alone again or did uh, any of these things. Absolutely. So I'm constantly pinching myself like I'm the luckiest son of a bitch in the entire world. I cannot believe where I am. So yeah, it is never lost on me. Never. I am so freaking happy. That's so lucky. <laughs> but it's but it's not magic. It's not on accident. Yeah. Like I tell people all the time, I respect Jack Townsend's grind so hard because this man and and Shane, you guys never stop. Like no. I don't know where you find the energy. I don't know where you find the motivation. Sometimes if I'd make one video in a day, I'm like, great. Check it off. I'm done. That's all I have. But no, you never stop. You know, it's it's. Um, I think I think the way that it really starts started for me at least, right? Because I could speak on my end. Mm -hmm. I can say that in the beginning, right? I was so hungry, and I'm always so hungry. But in the beginning, especially, I was so hungry to finally show people this is what I can do. But also to just do it because I couldn't before. I wasn't able to. I wasn't allowed to. I sure. didn't have the tools of the support. So when I went into it, it was like the idea of repetition, right? It was just doing it. And like I, when I first started, I was terrified. I was so scared. I, I was like, oh my God, what if people hate what I'm doing? What if people are like not into it and I get laughed off the app or I get laughed off of this, this place or this place? And I was like, no, 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 no. You got this. Just do Shut it. the fuck up. What Shut, up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Just put it out there. Whatever happens, happens. And I was so shocked when people loved, loved what I was doing. Um, but it was like on the words of repetition, when I started, I dedicated myself every single day at the beginning, six to 12 videos a day. It was six to 12 videos a day to start. Going, I went hard in the paint at the beginning. So that way, over time, I could not go that hard <laughs> and yeah. eventually branch out. Lay but the it, foundation. Created, it really did lay a foundation. It really did create kind of like the frame to be like, okay, well, this works here and this works here. I could see what I was able to see what people enjoyed, what people weren't as into, and I could really start to kind of like pick it apart. Do I recommend that everyone goes that hard in the paint in the beginning? No. I think that everybody is different i think we all go at our own paces but for me at that time it really did allow me to kind of like figure out like what worked and what didn't and it really did kind of sate or at least kind of like kind of help that hunger that i had so so bad for so long mm -hmm. uh, to where now where i am like i can finally take a day to kind of like play a video game or I can wow go go somewhere and do something that isn't work related, but uh, I guess we we just also just love what we do. We have so much fun. We have such an amazing reaction from the fans and the friends and the creators and the community that it's just it's fuel. It really does build us up mm -hmm. so that we we can we can make all this stuff. You know, the energy that we get is from them. They, ironically or unironically are the ones that are fueling us. So, and I think guys. it's a huge testament to the Fang fam, but also I think what you're doing is working because so many people have the same meteoric rise on these platforms, <coughs> but it's almost all of their rocket fuel is solely from the reactions that they get. When Absolutely. you created your own fuel at first. And so 
even if the comments run out one day, yeah, I know that you're still going to move forward because you've still got that drive and that hunger, like you said. Well, that's what it needs to be. That's yeah. really what it has to be. Like, it doesn't it matter to. who's watching you. It doesn't matter if you have a big fan base. It, it The word's out, it's going to be silly, but it's true. If you build it, they will come. You will find people that vibe with you. You will find people that like what you're making, what like what you're doing. They will fuck with you. That is how that works. You just have to put it out there. It just has to live. If it's in you, or, or your passion, or whatever it is you do, you got to just let it live. And when it lives, people will people will flock to it eventually. People, It might not yep. be a lot of people at first, but you will find that audience. Yeah. And that's why we, we are like same souls because that's exactly what we believe here at four geeks by geeks. Like exactly. don't, don't hide your geekdom geeked out loud and you won't be alone. People will flock to you, but you have to geek out loud first. Exactly. It has to be, and, and no matter how scary it is, you just have to do it. You have to have that bravery. You have to bravery. You have to really go deep, dig deep and just put it out there. As scary as it is, you know, and you might, and I'm not going to also like lie. You might get some trolls. You might get some haters. However, it's a sign like, of health. Honestly, it's just, exactly. It's also just a sign of you're doing something right. Haters are always going to be a sign of you doing something correct because people will usually hate what they cannot do. Right. And they're like, why does he deserve this? And yeah. you are deserving of it because Ooh. of all the time that you spent, the self-investment, the work. Like, this man deserves every beautiful thing that is blowing up in the chat that I can't even keep up with. By the way, thank you all for all those bits. Like, all your love is just falling onto me and I'm being showered in it. Thank you so much. Um, it really means a lot that all of you are here. Um, but I've got a lot of questions about this book so first if anybody is coming for the first time not already picked up your copy which why the hell not use command vampire or see the links below um tell us what's the premise of the jack townsend novel so, the premise of the vampire jack townsend novel especially the novel because we're not in the web series um mm -hmm. we are following the character of James Donovan. He's a 26 year old man. He's down on his luck, which is something we can all relate to. He's someone that fumbles and fails and stumbles through life. He was handed a very hard card. He lost, he knew loss from a very early age. He has to take care of his little sister, his 21 year old sister and make sure that she is all right. Um, she, he is the sole financial provider of his household. Uh, takes care of everyone else except for him. So on a very specific and very significant day where he actually encounters a very unfortunate situation, to get some space, he stumbles his way into Manhattan, into New York City. Mm -hmm. Once there, he comes upon this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. The once-in-a-lifetime uh, audition. Something with a chance of fame, fortune, money, uh, women, men. And it's all held by this savant this incredibly beautiful man, Alexander Lamont. But what James doesn't know is that Alexander is actually a vampire and that meeting Alexander will flip his life completely upside down. 
I'm interested. Uh, no, this is exactly the kind of book that, like, I like to travel, and this is the one that I, I want to sit by a pool and just soak in. It is, it is a thrill. It, there is a reason why it is a thriller, a suspense novel, but it also has romance spice. It has intense gratuitous gore and violence it does not pull any punches it does not hold back in the slightest but it is also a book about transforming and rising through your trauma to become the person that you possibly can become so there's an inspiring message as well oh yeah absolutely it is for sure i mean you wrote it so i mean you know it's it's a coming of age story um in a vampire novel it really is and it's just the beginning so there's meant to be more to the series? Yes, it is a... God, at this point, it is for the main story, not counting side stories and exploring different characters and their backgrounds. For the main story, it is a 9 to 12 book series. It is a, wow. big, yeah, it's a massive story where you are... You follow Jack through not only just new york but also where he eventually ends up which is draconia which is this world beyond our world where he rests his crown and he rules as one of the lords of night yeah it's wild <laughs> yay i'm reading it tomorrow <laughs> actually let's cut the stream i gotta read this thing right now oh it's a wild it's a wild ride it definitely is were there any parts because a lot of times writers would lean into romance or thriller or gratuitous gore. Um, did you struggle writing any parts of those like more than others? I would say um, I didn't struggle. I, I would say the only thing that I struggled in the most, and I think most writers will agree, is traversing from place to place. Like romance, I got spice i got violence i got uh drama pieces comedy i have but the hardest thing about being a writer being an author in my opinion is mm -hmm. having your characters go from one place to another because that's when you stop and you're like how fuck are they <laughs> how are they getting there like okay what do they have where how do they have to get there where do they go you know what's their method of transportation it, it's it, it's a lot more detailed than it sounds honestly and you have to color every bit of those details yes so you like, yeah it's like, even in a ttrpg yeah. sense like with our homebrew like my character's like okay so we're gonna go there and my question is how how do you get there and the nice thing is you're gonna tell me how you get there i don't have to decide but exactly when you're writing it it's all you interesting of, all the things i would not think that is the thing you struggle with but that's interesting exactly it's it's that you know especially like new york city right the setting is new york city so it's not like draconia it's not this huge dark fantasy wonderland right or neverland mm -hmm. um it's a real place so i have to stop and i have to be like okay well what's here and what is here and where are they exactly in real life so that was a piece of like something i actually had to research and kind of figure out and you know understand mm -hmm. like where they were geographically yeah. and new york is not 
like an unknown land that you can just make shit up about. Like you have to be correct. <laughs> it's a very known place. It's a very famous known place. So it's like ever uh, heard of it? Where did they go now? Like how do they get there exactly? And what do they see on their way? And what are they feeling while they're traveling? And like what directions? What twists and turns? And that's that was probably, in my opinion, the most detailed and kind of where I would stop and I'd be like, shit. Shit. <laughs> You're like, oh, I got. I'll come back to this tomorrow. Oh fuck. Oh, I gotta think about this. This is a future yeah. Jack problem. This is not today Jack problem. Exactly. Exactly. So then, how does this book fit in with the web series? Because that's all kind of following the same vampire Jack Townsend. Perfect. So the idea of the first book is we're not in, like chronologically in the past. So the book begins, and spoiler, not really, honestly, because it's a prologue. You're actually sitting down with Jack in Draconia already. You are sitting Ooh. there in a place in time. And Jack, you are, everyone is, is crowded around a little fire or whoever's there. And Jack is like, I have this book. It's my journal. I've been writing kind of like my memoirs. I want to read it to you so you can understand me better. Unraveling the mysteries together of my life. So it sits down and starts to read. So you are already technically in Draconia. It is just that that Jack is reading you a story. And, uh, yeah. So in the web series where it fits is nice and snug somewhere in the beginning. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but then we meet, will, will, will we eventually catch up to the web series in those 9 to 12 novels? Absolutely. Very, way sooner than you think. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so we'll be able to be able to read... Yeah, stories within the web series. So and all maybe these, beyond. Yeah, all these questions that people have had when it comes to the web series, because when it comes to the web series, it can be really difficult because you're working with like other creators and you're doing duet videos and you doing things like that. Mm -hmm. So a lot of those things can be lost to other people's accounts and you know, et cetera, yeah. Et cetera. But this is going to allow all those questions people have had to be answered. But the funnest part, the most fun part, hands down is the fact that all of these moments that people have seen and helped shape and help create in the web series will be actually in the series. They will see situations and scenarios that they've watched on screen fully play out so they can be in it and understand nice. exactly what's going on. That I'm so honored and so excited to be able to finally show people the inner machinations and the backgrounds of things that are happening and things they've lived and seen. Yeah, like you get you get a glimpse of this story from the web series, but this, it's almost like the director's cut and you get to see <laughs> what's actually happening on the ground before and after those moments. Exactly, and there, there are so many moments where people are like, but what happened before this? And what happened here? What happened there? It's like, well, we never covered them in the web series. Whenever we, you know, we came into the web series, you know, a little further into the story. And now it's like all those missing pieces. All those puzzle pieces are finally going to be put into place. Now, when you were creating the web series and you were getting these questions, was it intentional not to answer them because yes. you knew that you were going to have something down the line? You know, there, I guess as a creator, um, when you have questions like that, or you create something, you have an idea, right? You have an idea in your head and it might not be fully fleshed out. It might be just an idea and it might be like, okay. Well, I understand this, but I'm not 
Like I get I get the direction it's in, but let's see what people how people react. Let's see what people kind of like uh what they enjoy. So I what I would do is I would create and I would just create. I'd let my heart go wild as much as I could. And then I I would inspire myself and allow other people to inspire me as well in what directions to take the story in. So this story isn't just my story. It's everyone's story. Everyone's oh, cool. had a piece. Everyone has had a hand in it. Everyone has made this story what it is. So I'm what some things though, I'm gonna be honest. There are a lot of things when people have asked me, I have fully just been like, oh, I yeah, I can't talk about that. And genuinely could not talk about it. Right. Certain things about their favorite characters like Silas and Nadia and Aiden and Alexander and Vadrin, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like very, very specific questions that I could not tell them. Hmm. Pick up a book. It's gonna be fun. Use command vampire, y'all, if you haven't already. It's gonna take your link tree. You can grab a copy of the book. You can find all the web series. You can find his music. You can find everything. His poetry. So then, why now? Why bring this book into life now, rather than maybe stoke the fire a few years or I don't know. What what made you decide I'm gonna start writing now? You know what? I am so far, I'm going to be completely honest. There's actually two, two reasons. One, my incredible, incredible partner who, you know, Shane, Shane Townsend, Shane Leighton Townsend. She shout out to Shane. Shout out to Shane. She's incredible. She is the reason or one of the main reasons this book exists. She's, she knew my story. She saw my storytelling. A lot of the things that I had done that other people have never even seen that I hid mm -hmm. behind closed doors. And she said, Dude, you're a novelist. You have to be right. You got to put this story out there. And I was like, no, I'm a poet. I'm a poet. I can't do that, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> And she was like, no, 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 you can do this. You can do this. And she was like, just sit down and just see what comes out. And I sat down. I looked at my screen and I was like, okay. And I was like, all right, where do we start? And as I started writing, all the pieces started falling into place. And I was like, oh, wait a second. This this is a natural place to begin. Okay, 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 okay. But then the number two reason, we were getting too far in the web series. The uh -huh. web series that everybody keeps saying to me, they're like, when are we going back to the web series? When are we getting back to it? And I'm like, we'll get back to it. We're getting really far into the story now with the web series. And I'm like, I need to start writing immediately <laughs> or else we're going to hit some really gigantic spoilers that I would much rather have for for the book yeah you know because you're continuing to make the web series now yeah i'm off and on as much as i can you know things are a little bit crazy as you as you know and um i'm still making content i'm still making a lot of video content mm -hmm. however you know with the web series there it is so involved at times where I would have people, they'd be like, oh, I want help, I want this duet, and I want this, and I want this character, and da, da 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 But what people didn't realize was that when it came to the web series, it would be that I would be, uh, and makeup would take me about like 30 to 40 minutes in like some makeup. But then some of these more involved videos would take me four hours, four hours to put together. It and takes you 30 seconds to watch it on your screen, but 
there is exactly. production value. Exactly. And it's, um, as much as I want to continue it and do it to the level that I used to, there's just no time. It's just, it would be impossible to do that that way again. Mm -hmm. Eventually, though, I will absolutely go back to the web series, 100%. However, I want to stagger because I used to do religiously the web series to the point where it was like every single day, three to four videos, six videos sometimes a day. So now that's probably like 12 hours of work. Let it, alone can the be. it can be some of the videos like there was <laughs> the finale that I did for I think it was season two where it was Nadia, Aiden and Jack having like their big standoff. Their their big moment together. Right. That video took me three days. Wait, no, it took me two days, not including editing. So it was, you know, it, it's a right. lot of work. It's a lot of work, but it's so much fun. It really is. And I, I'll say this real quick. I do want to say one thing to Please. anybody out there who is an author, creator. If you have a story in your mind, the best thing you can do is step into the role of your characters. You will understand them so much and people will also understand them. So consider it. You hear that? Those watching back or listening live, anybody that's somehow still on the fence about leaning fully into your passion and showing who you are authentically 100%. Here's your fucking sign. Stop it. Stop it. Do it. Okay, so another deep question. Let's go. Because of our conversations and what I know about you, um, the vampire Jack Townsend is a little fantasy, a little reality. So how much of your true story is woven into this novel and future parts of the series? So, yeah, I like to say that um, it is a twisted take on a true story. So it's really interesting because there are pieces in there that are kind of like, uh, kind of like tangled, kind of dark darker little or more embellished things that have actually happened to me in real life hmm. their names may not be the same and mm -hmm. the uh subject matter or not really subject matter but maybe like where certain things go might not be the same sure but the a lot of the themes and a lot of the emotions and the feelings are definitely very close to my real life experience um for example, one of the most interesting things that ever happened to me, I think, outside of everything, was that I go, like I said, I, I go to therapy, I have a therapist. And um, when I first started the web series, I showed my therapist some of my web series. And he goes, he goes, Jack, you do know that these characters are just pieces of you. And you are literally acting them out and almost therapisting yourself doing this. And I was like, no he was like yeah he was like, oh that sounds healthy he was like actually yes and um wow surprise i had exactly things surprised. figured out yeah super 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 interesting so a lot of the characters are just pieces of me honestly that uh are just all kind of working things out it's pretty interesting and that's one thing like as an actor like i always step into a role and and they always say like 
it's acting is acting under the circumstances like acting is living truthfully under imaginary circumstances and so it's almost like if those circumstances happen to you then that would shift who you are and so it's it's kind of going backwards it's like if i were living in these circumstances what would i do yeah um but when you are creating the entire series and writing the book all of those characters are like pulled from the different pieces of your soul yeah that's really interesting so it's, it's kind more. of autobiographical there are definitely pieces in there that are a little too autobiographical to be honest with you um but yeah it's it's wild it really is obviously there are more higher fantasy elements that are definitely have not sure. happened in real life i don't want people to think that by the way i cannot conjure fire with my hands can't do anything lies. like that. lies lies i know you're lying well, you know but <laughs> but it is uh yeah there are a lot of pieces that harken to real life um a lot of the characters have pieces of me as well and uh there are situations very hard very deep and very difficult situations that i have actually gone through in real life that some things are very similar to in the book not exact how how was that putting those onto paper like emotionally and mentally for you honest um yeah what's the word cathartic healing you know mm -hmm. what i mean like especially putting that out there putting that out there for people to see and seeing their reactions and being able to feel like the characters moments of pain in ways that i've gone through those those pains as well was it something that made me feel like so honest to god heal like really has healed me and has helped me move forward in a very large way so yeah it's it's been an amazing experience and yeah so 10 out of 10 would recommend 10 out of 10 would recommend yes <laughs> write your shit down people do it you you have to. work through it and then not only the fact that you put this this on paper and bear your entire soul but then that soul that you gave shot to the best sellers list <laughs> immediately in a single day on Kobo, <laughs> on barnes and noble became like the best new series on amazon what the actual fuck dude i don't know i i didn't i did not expect it i was so scared i was so scared i didn't know what to expect and then when i saw that i was like wait what and Shane's like yeah they sold that on amazon like they broke amazon like amazon's broken right now how like, do you break amazon what like what what are you talking about they broke amazon amazon's broken right now. it's like yep absolutely people have to go through other sailor sellers because amazon right now cannot handle the load i'm like holy shit i'm like i did not no no i was completely shell-shocked like i didn't cry i didn't laugh i didn't everything anything i was just like there would be moments of complete stillness and being like and then one a minute later i've been like oh my god so it's yeah it was a wild experience i still cannot wrap my head around it and i'm just so freaking appreciative it is the coolest freaking journey in the entire world
and again, shout out to the Fang fam. Yes. Yes. Like everywhere you go, you break shit in the Those best way. People. Those are my people. Your people are like bulls in a china shop. Good. If if yes. those bulls were giving hugs and the yeah. china was people's insecurities. Yeah. <laughs> that's our that's our the entire thing. Uh, we... Yeah, that's a huge that's such a huge testament to you because like you give out energy and that energy follows you. And so because of the fact that you are surrounded by a tidal wave of love and appreciation just shows the level of energy that you are putting out every single fucking day. Own that. So cool. It's so cool. I'm so, I am so lucky. Yes. Thank fam. My community, you guys, you don't know. You, uh, you do. You do know. You changed my life. Like, thank you. I'm just, no, I'm getting emotional. Okay. <laughs> Get the tissue. Don't worry. We're all going to be crying by the end of the stream, I think. So other than writing from what you actually knew, was was there any other outside influence that you you drew in? Any other stories or writers that you admired that brought into your... Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I have been a vampire media junkie since I was so young. Yeah. So young. Yes, absolutely. There, I, I have found inspiration from so many different things. Um, I'll, I'll just throw out a bunch of names. Like, honestly, Hit me. Uh, World of Darkness, Vampire the Masquerade, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Wit the Witcher, um, Bram Stoker's Dracula, uh, yeah, Interview the Vampire in the End Race, Vampire Chronicles, God, uh, Legacy of Kane. Legacy of Kane was a huge one. I don't know if you know Legacy of Kane, but uh, the Soul Reaver series, Soul Reaver, okay, video that game sounds series, more familiar. Is, yeah, was a huge inspiration to me. Gaming, gaming, and movies and literature shaped so much of this story. Helsing, Helsing, uh, the anime, the uh, that was a, a lot of yeah. vampire anime, Vampire Hunter D, like Castlevania. Yes, all of these have really shaped what this story has become to really allow me to go. Okay, well, what what am I going to bring to the table now? We have these juggernauts, these amazing stories and these amazing tales. What am I bringing to the table? To be able to be there in the arena or just, just a, a near them waving. Like, and uh, I'm really excited to show everybody where this journey leads. So what do you feel like you're bringing to the table? Because it's one thing to, to take all these influences <laughs> and be gaming yeah. and be soaking in that media and kind of siphoning it into your writing. But what do you feel would be the thing that Bram Stoker would say, wow, that's really cool. I didn't think of that. You know what? Um, I would say a large amount of relatability. That's because a, a, at the end of the day, it's a human story and it doesn't take place mm -hmm. back in the day. It doesn't take, yeah. take place, you know, thousands or hundreds of years, years ago. It takes place in 2012. Like very recent, everyone is modern. Everybody is here. That relatability, and it is a coming of age story. There aren't very many vampire stories that are coming of age tales of rising through trauma and, and um, becoming a person while becoming a monster. 
Like that's not really a thing that usually that's not how this goes. Usually the way it goes is I'm a monster and I'm I'm broken and I'm looking for love instead of it being like I'm a person and I've failed and I make mistakes but I need to figure out how to become better. That that isn't usually usually it's not how it's done. Mm-hmm. Usually there's a focus on romance or horror or, or one of the other, right? This is yeah. just you're living in a world. This is just a big fucking world and we're following the vampire Jack Townsend through his life. And the things it's that a human done. story. It's a human story. Super important to keep it relatable and as human as possible, even when you were talking about monsters. And I think that's why people are so drawn to you in the web series and your music and your poetry and this book, because there's always like at the core of it, a human center. Exactly. And that's what we are all looking for, whether it's metaphorical monsters or some of you in the chat, actual monsters. Thanks for being here. Exactly. You know, I think the character of Jack is so relatable and so many of the characters are so relatable because we see ourselves in them because in so many ways they kind of are us they they've gone through very similar things and are changed and are transformed from their situations and the scenarios that they have either thrown themselves into or have been thrusted into and it was always really important to make sure that that element was the top element that you are you can be jack that I'm Jack, that we're all Jack. We all have struggled. Who hasn't been fired from their job? Who hasn't had some kind of failure or or flop or who hasn't looked at themselves and been like, I don't even recognize myself anymore because of certain things that you've gone through. Who hasn't yeah. had those moments? And that's why we're all him, honestly. How do you keep that in the forefront of your mind in your writing process? Oh my God. Like, because there's so much detail like i i would think it'd be it'd be easy to get lost in the trees you know it's been about it's been five years five years of having jack in my head five Mm -hmm. years of having this story in this world and the situations um it's it's like i've lived it it's like i have lived this and so many like i said before so many of these things i have kind of lived Mm -hmm. um so it was just about putting it down on paper. You know, I was already there. It was already in my mind. I had the whole series. I have the whole series right now here from beginning. You have books eight through 12? Done. Or I'm not even through 12 already? I, I sat with Shane. We were on, we were on a plane. Uh, we were on a plane ride and I was like, let me pitch you the end of our series. <laughs> I, I was like, I'll pitch you yours too. And uh, she cried. She was hysterical crying. I I have the entire story, as well as the side pieces and the side stories and the um the lore. Like there's deep, deep lore actually to the vampire Jack Townsend, uh, as well as like cosmology. Uh, I think it's the mm-hmm. correct word. Um, yeah, going all the way back to like the creation of the universe. Like it's a massive story so it's just about sitting down and writing it putting it down and again it comes back to the fact that 
you don't have to force any of this to be human driven and love driven and transformatively driven your story is and you're just putting it on paper and it is what it's always meant to do exactly it's so fucking authentic you're so genuine that's what i like about you there's only one way to be you have to just be yourself and people will either fuck with you or they won't and that's just that's just life that's what you learn you know, you say there's only one way to be, but clearly there's not. Yeah. There's one way that I th- wish all of us could be, yeah. but we are drawn to those most authentic and most genuine because you are the minority. And that's sad. <laughs> it's sad, but that's the reality. Like yeah. those days that all of us in the chat are feeling really strong and we're like, yeah, I, I said what I meant today for those 30 seconds. And now I'm going to go back to filtering and but that's normal too. versions of ourselves i know it's normal but that, but, but that's also uh, part of like that's also part of the process right of authenticity yeah. is i i'll say this right now everybody in chat those are included guys i i have my days where i struggle i have my days where i'm scared where i'm scared to be on the stream where i'm scared to be on a podcast i have my days where i'm like oh my god what am i doing what what's uh what's the plan Oh my God, it's going to work. Is, am I, am I fooling myself? Am I, you know, I have plenty of those moments because that is what is called being a person and living, having the human experience, no matter what your soul is, having a human experience, but you still find a way to live authentically and just be you. It isn't about, it isn't about just doing it right. I mean, kind of, but. It's also understanding you are going to have your moments where you trip and fall like James Donovan. You have your moments where you fall flat in your face and you're like, fuck, how do I pick myself up? But also yeah. accepting that there's also going to be days where you're Jack, where you are strong, where you are blessed with the dark gifts. It's both ways. Not one. I'm hearing what I'm picking up from that is like i guess we're we're opposite with what i what you do and i don't do is Mm -hmm. whenever i'm not fully authentic i beat myself up on it and i'm like you did it wrong like that's not that's not correct and what i'm hearing that you still have those moments but you love those moments in and you say well this is it's still part of it and you're allowed that and give yourself some motherfucking grace self-love that's self-love that's 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 even got me again even having those moments of where you're just like oh fuck i'm flat on my face on the floor like it's still self-love to go and be like you know what i fucked up i I had a moment of weakness i had this whatever it may be it is self-love to be able to look at yourself and go you know what yeah yeah you own that shit you move forward and that is also that is also being authentic okay can i be real with you then let's go (laughs) because my issue my issue that in the past i've given myself way too much grace and and i maybe i don't know if there is such a thing way too much self-love where i then like degenerated to a lesser version of myself because i like well you know nobody's perfect and so now i feel like in order to stay at the level of authenticity and like the best version of myself that i can if I fall below that, I have to beat myself up. 
Otherwise, I'll get too comfy, and then that's just where I'll live. Mm-hmm. How but, do I fix this? Yeah. So, so here's my personal opinion on that. So, I love the word you use because Jack's people in Draconia, his crew, his his you know his people, his kingdom, he calls them and he dubs it uh, dubs this himself, the degenerates. The degeneration, they are the degenerates. Because it is the idea that you are flawed. You are not perfect. It doesn't matter where you come from. Nobody is going to be perfect. You're going to fall more times than you stand up, right? Right. But you have to allow yourself to be imperfect. You are still worthy of love. You are still worthy of respect. You are still worthy of grace, even if you are a degenerate. And on your end, I would say this. Breathe. Breathe and know that if you fall down that, that as long as you have, uh, in in my opinion, as long as you are going to pick yourself back up, whenever that is, you're still picking yourself back up. You're you're still going to be okay. Like it's it's going to be okay. Just don't, (laughs) yeah, don't beat yourself. Yeah. No, I and and I'm now getting to the point that. I know that if I fall into a, a place of, it's more like comfort. Yeah. It's not It's not even the t- the moments that I fall flat on my face and my life is spiraling. It's the moments okay. where like things are okay. It's a complacency. Okay. But now okay. I'm starting to get to the point that I know that after the complacency, I will wake up and I will pull myself back up to where I want to be. But I, yeah. I wasn't that way for a very long time because honestly, like yourself, I didn't know who I could become. I yeah. I capped myself, I ceilinged myself, and I thought, well, great, this is who I am, this is where I'll be. I didn't know there was anything beyond that. Mm-hmm. But now that I do, it's it's easier to give the engine a break for a minute, knowing that it's going to kick in next. Well, I relate 100% to that. You know, especially on this journey, like I used to be a super avid gamer, and then over the last two years, I'm just, just over the last few years, I very much struggled to take a break. I very much struggled to kind of like put, allow myself to kind of like breathe because I was so scared it was going to lose everything. I was yeah. so scared that this was all going to fall apart. I was going to be alone again. Yeah. And then over time, I, you know, allowed myself to play a video game here or there. I've allowed myself to kind of like start playing World of Warcraft again. I've allowed myself to start kind of doing things outside that are hobbies that i love and there are more there are plenty of times where i'm like oh my god i'm playing way too much oh my god do i quit outright oh my god i need to beat myself up but it's all about balance everything is about balance and keeping that yep. in the forefront of your mind there I, can, it is. I can have this but i also need to be aware like you have a level of awareness and you always allow yourself to be vigilant because I think that's what's most important. It's not about cutting these things out completely, uh, completely, unless you have a problem or something like that, or something's sure. Like a there's little plenty small. of things that we should probably plenty cut out. If you probably should cut out now, and if you need help, then don't be afraid to get the help. But when it comes yeah. to something like this, allowing balance and kind of allowing yourself to kind of like sink to, into complacency a little bit sometimes, and then m- make sure you can pull yourself up and just kind of be like, okay, I did it. I had my little, I had my day, I had my my two days, I had my weekend. All right, back on my feet, I got to get this done. 
And um, I think one of the biggest things for me is having a support system. That is the most important thing. Having people around you that you are you are vulnerable and you are transparent with. Because if you tell the people around you like, hey, I, I fucking struggle with this. I struggle with this. I uh, the, This I need, need work on and I can really use some help. People mm-hmm. are usually going to rally around you and be like, we got you. And then from then on, you're you're not going to fumble or you're not going to struggle as much because I will tell you just like in my chat, because just like in the chat, I have already seen people screaming. We yell at him to take breaks. We yell at him. It's like, been a theme the entire night, actually. I know. So there will be days where I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to do an audiobook chapter and I'm going to do a song and I'm going to do this and do that. And I'll tell, I'll go, I'll add everyone on Discord. And by the way, we have a Discord. Um, and what will happen is in unison, my own community, my own fandom and friends will be like, Jack, take the day off. And I'll be like, but, but I want to do this. And be like, no, 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 take the day off. You've earned a day off. Take the day off. I'm, I'm like, oh, oh, okay, you're right. And then sometimes I'll just do it anyway. But it's important. and you don't you don't at everyone yeah. in Discord next time. Yeah. No, I do. I still do. I do it, and then I'm like, guys, by the way, I made this, and then I'm just, and then I'm done. But uh, having a support system, having a um, council or a vampiric council mm-hmm. of your own is extremely important. Honestly, people that can keep you in check. And yeah, no, that's a very great point. Like I'm, you were mentioning that. And I, I think of my wife, like she loves to work out and I like to work out not as much as she does. And I'm starting to get into it. And it's been so encouraging, like as I'm getting back on the horse of working out that when I take that day off that I probably don't need, but I wake up and I'm not really feeling it. She doesn't tell me I'm a piece of shit. She's like, that's all right. You'll go tomorrow. Like she you have people in your life that know that breaks are okay. Exactly. That's great. Oh, that's great. I love that. Oh, I'm obsessed with that. Exactly. Exactly. So. Double date in our future. Let's go. Let's oh, no. go. I'm not even joking. Let's do this. Like 100. I know. For real. But it's, but it's exactly like that. It, it. When you have people around you that care about you, they will not hesitate. And if you're transparent with them. And make sure that you were vulnerable and you put those walls down as hard as it may be. You will be surprised when you're like, oh, I'm, st- I'm fumbling on this day or oh, I'm like this. And they're going to be like, stop it. Take a break. <laughs> then, yeah. Don't, your Don't do it. We know you. We know you. We know you so well. So, uh, yeah, that's that's probably the best thing to do, honestly. Is have, a, have a support system. Have a council. Yeah. But that takes vulnerability and it takes using this thing on the bottom half of your face, which flaps and vibrates and makes sound tell people. Yeah. You know, I think that's probably one of the hardest things hands down is allowing yourself to feel vulnerable and feel transparent to allow other people in. And Mm -hmm. I think if most people realize that once you do it, you're going to be surprised at how many people rally around you. Um, I think more people would be authentic. More people would be honest about who they are and uh, yeah, allow people to help them. I think it's important. From someone with the point of view of keeping your 
authentic self hidden mm. in the shadows for so many years. Like all of us, what do you think are the main factors that keep us that keep us keeping ourselves in the shadows? Fear. Oh. Of what? Fear of the unknown. Of the what ifs. Everything comes down to the what ifs. Everything comes down to, okay, well, what if I do this and this happens? What if I do this and this happens? What if I put down my walls and and they don't accept me? What if I'm made fun of? What if I'm yelled at? What if I am called a loser, a weirdo, a fucking freak? The, it is all, all comes down to fear of the unknown, fear of persecution, and the what ifs. And that is what keeps us. But once you realize, and I'm getting passionate as shit, but once you realize that most people do not give a fuck. You could walk out into your grocery store and fucking break dance and you think people are going to stand there <laughs> and laugh at you? No, they're going to go buy their groceries and they're going to leave. That's how people actually are. But we have mm -hmm. this idea, this ingrained thing, especially because of, and I'm going to be honest, let's go deep, because of childhood, because of the way people were in high school or elementary school, that we yeah. believe that the world is like that. But it's not. It really isn't. Everybody has had some form of growing. And if some person is that way, it isn't the majority. Those people are actually the smallest voices. The loudest voices are the people that are going to be there to encourage you and build you up. So that fear, you know, it's just fear. It's, it's just a void. It's just a void. It's just a me, 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 me in your ear. And once you realize that that's just something you can go, go away. Get out of here. I'm just going to do this anyway. And you allow yourself to see that it's not so scary. But if it does end up being scary, by the way, also knowing that that's not the grand consensus. For, for a great example, okay. Oh, I love this. For a great example, do you have any idea how many videos I get destroyed on? Oh my God. <laughs> how many videos that I post that I, I in the moment was like, okay, this is a good video. I'll like... I'll put this out there or it'll be like something where it's like a trending sound and I'll be like, okay, well, this is really good. This will get out there. Right. And I'll be like, okay, let me go and I'll do this in my socks and I'll make sure that I have content for the evening. And it's a cool, it's a good video, but like, it's something that I really just need to get out there. Right. And then I go and I look at the comments and it's just like, <gasps> it happens all the time. Um, but also knowing that you're going to be okay through that is is the it's a the blip thing knowing it's just a blip knowing that it's just yeah. a moment you know that's the biggest thing yep see even the vampire jack townsend gets flamed oh yeah oh my god and your level of flamed is probably a drop in the our, our level of flamed yeah of us normies down here <laughs> i'm kidding but like <laughs> we get a comment or two and we're like oh my god take it down Oh my God. With the level of engagement you're getting, like a comment or two is multiplied to 100, 200 negative comments I, versus the 800 positive ones. I had a video and I don't remember. I had a video where it was just like this metal song. And in the metal song, it was just like a, a like, like a kind of like almost like dog bark metal growl. Yeah, I've heard like, it. Awesome. I, yeah, yeah, I used I used that sound. It was just me. I I was in a leather jacket. I had my hair pulled back. I was in my car, and it was just like when you see another vampire on the street. Like it wasn't anything like crazy. It was just yeah. like very short, very brief. I didn't even really think about it. Hundreds of comments, 
hundreds. I can't make it up on on an IG and on TikTok. And it was what just like say about that? ballistic, just ripping me to pieces. And I'm just like, I'm just sitting there and I'm like, oh, okay. But yeah, it, it's remembering that stuff like that is not going to rule your life. That that happened. No, and it should not. That's not the grand consensus. Because I think about the fact that you got ripped on that video and the people commenting. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing with your day? Like that you had time to say something negative on this video. Like what next positive thing are you about to do with your day? Exactly. Nothing that I'm concerned with. Exactly. That though. Made your life. But Keep that's walking. the thing. That's the thing. If you, when you really stop and you think about the people that are that are commenting troll comments or uh, or anything, or or in like a live stream and they're saying like negative things or mean things, right? I never really let those people get to me so much. Usually, like it does get me a little bit. Like I'm not gonna sit here. You're human, lie. like I do. Yeah. But however, I, at the same time, like I always remember, remind myself that if they're taking the time out of their day to do this. Would a normal person who would would you do that it's like well you would have to be in a pretty crappy place to be going out of your way to do that so it's i always meet these people with um with patience and kind of like a little more of empathy and understanding because i i kind of figure you know it's like oh you must be going through something but yeah that's what stops people it's fear it's just fear of the unknown fear of persecution it's all about fear and the moment that you take ego out of it, right? You take your ego out of it and you're just like, well, I'm going to do this thing anyway. And, you know, it's for me. You know, start doing things for you, creating or anything else. Do it for you first. Do it because you enjoy it. And, you know, whatever happens, happens. You can make a video. Some, there, were, there are days where I just make a video and I don't look at the comments. I just go, it's out there. I had so much fun making this thing. I made it like a, like a little movie video or something and I go, it's there. It's art. It lives. That's what's important. It's all art. It's all That's art. In different formats. <laughs> yeah. I I have this, like, in, in my theater career, I've got to teach many acting lessons, especially to kids. And I've done this exercise, which I found is so interesting. Because we, we kind of break down this fear that you're talking about. And and it's a microcosm on in performance versus, yeah. the you know, your entire life. I said, okay, here's a bunch of pieces of paper. I want you to write down every dark thought that crosses your mind during a rehearsal, before an audition, when you're on stage. What are you thinking about? Like the negative, that little voice, like you said the same thing, the little voice in the back of your head. And there, it'll be a plethora of things. And over the years, I've collected them. And so then I say, great. So, and we break it down. We're like, what, what's causing this? What, where, what's that really getting down to? Um, and, and it's always the same words. And so then I'll pull out the stack of past students that I've had from age five to 75. Genius. And I'm like, let, let me see if you notice something. And I rattle them off. And it's the same exact fucking things with every single person. And I'm like, if all of these people are feeling this, how much bandwidth do you think they have to even think these things about you? <laughs> They're like, Wow, I guess, yeah, they're not even giving a shit what I do because they're all terrified themselves. That's genius. That's literally genius. It's eye-opening every time. I love it. It's my favorite thing. 
but that's but, how but, it is. But I still feel it, and I still have to stop and think, remember that for myself. Like all yeah. of us as adults, it gets harder to remember that thing. I think. Oh my good God! And you know, it's just it's just what it is. Remembering that everybody's usually feeling the way you're feeling. You know, terrified, I, terrified, hard, completely scared of life and of, of the possibilities and the what ifs and the unknowns. And just understanding that other people are feeling those things too. You know, what happens if you decide to just be authentic? Then somebody else might just decide to be authentic. Kind of like what's happened in the entire Fang Fam from the vampire Jack Townsend. There you go. Egg. No, I really hope. I know that you are doing this in the daily, and I'm sure you get lost in the rigmarole. But I hope that tonight and tomorrow when you wake up, you just take a second. As often, I'm sure you do, but take an extra second to realize the effect. Like, I've been watching all the comments. I'm sorry that we haven't had time to, to uh, reply to every single chat because there are thousands, but so many of them. Jack's changed my life. He's been such an inspiration. Thank you, Jack, for what you've done. You have changed my life. And it's solely because you've chosen to live authentically. That's the effect that somebody can have. And it doesn't take decades. Like you did this two years ago and it's it's been this huge snowball. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And I consider myself part of that snowball. I'm gonna just join the rolling snow. I'm being wrapped in your love and I'm <laughs> so glad to be here. It, it, it's honestly, I am just so, I am just so happy to help at all. And like I say all the time, like when people say to me, they're like, oh, you've changed my life. You've done this, et cetera, et cetera. Or thank you for saying this or saying, thank you for this message, right? I say the same thing every single time. At the end of the day, I may be the message, right? I may be the vessel, but you, I may be the guiding force, but you are the one that is making the choice to let this sink in. You are the one that is making the decision to have my words and my message and what I do and my art mean something and have an impact and listen to this message and live authentically yourself. So please, all of you guys in the Fang fam, bowls are included, all of you guys, I hope you step back. I hope you in those moments take a moment and say, damn, good job. Pat yourself on the back because you fucking deserve it. And I am beyond proud of every single one of you. I am. You hear that, guys? You hear that? This has become like an army of love that I can't wait to see it explode. And you will change the world. Think how many people that you interact with daily, all of you in the chat. Like they would say the same thing about you. You changed my life. You saved my life. Because you decided to live authentically. Because Jack decided to live authentically. Because he watched somebody else decide to live authentically. Exactly. exactly. It's a chain. It is. Permission to happy dance in the mirror granted majestically me. You may do it. You, you, may, you may. Yes. May. Absolutely. You guys, if you haven't already, please pick up Jack's book. If not because you love urban fantasy and vampire stories, then just to keep supporting the great work that he is doing through his stories. This may not be how you think change is happening in the world, but it fucking is. It, I'm watching it happen right here in this chat. It is happening. 
And this happens every time. The last two times you've been on the show, I've just been agog and aghast at the effect that your pure spirit has. And it, it grows. Like every time these numbers in, in these videos grow, and I'm just amazed every time. But it, it's not because it's magic. It's like I see what is happening. I've spoken with you. I genuinely love spending time with you. And we are going to hang out in real life one day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're vibing. We we we, we got to hang up. We absolutely. It's a need. It's a deep it, need. It's happening. It's not even like a need. It's like oh yeah. Well, this is planned. This is a. The, yeah. Is there a date? No, but absolutely, no. It, it's happening. But it's planned. It is it's written. Right. It's written in the stars. It Can is. you put that in one of the the future series in the novel? The moment that we meet. Deal. Sure. I'm Write it before it happens, trust and me, then we'll see. I I will one hundred percent. Probably be very, very inspired to write something about many of all encounters. <laughs> Trust me. I, I, you are, Bose, you, you are my muse now. You are, you are, absolutely. Who, me? Yes. <laughs> well, I want to be conscious of your time. Yeah. But I know that before we started streaming, uh, I talked about that we had a few would you rather questions. Let's do it. Yeah? You got a yeah, few time, time for oh, a few? Know, no. Let's go, let's go. Okay, I'm going to drop the Command Vampire one more time in the chat so that you guys have access to his links. Of course, I know you already got him, and you're going to go immediately and purchase your own copy of Jack's newest novel as well as his poetry. And um, did I hear right that that novel is becoming an audiobook for all the audio listeners? Yes, it is. It is going to be an audiobook. It's slated to come out in two months. We'll see. I'm almost finished with the initial first draft of it. Uh, but it is going to be a cinematic experience. You can hear uh, clips of it on Patreon. You can hear clips of it on, if you're a part of the Discord, we have listening parties and we have uh, things like that as well. And I also play it on my live stream pretty often also. So make sure you check out all the uh, all the stuff. And all of these characters are read by you with music and sound effects supporting this immersive experience. Myself and some of them are voiced by Shane as well, which <gasps> Shane is an amazing actress. We have been having so much fun. So uh, yeah, you get to hear us geek out. Oh my God. I need it. I need it. Oh, it's fun. I need it in my ear holes. Uh, Bozer, I have to ask you, remind me of a character of a video game I play often. What is the character? Let me know, Hollow Bunny. Okay, so are you ready for some would-you-rather questions? Oh, yeah, let's go. Let's and go. Because, because your book really poses a would-you-rather question, just like the question of the day, would you rather go on living your normal life or have the chance at immortality and be enslaved to a vampire? So I mm. thought, you know what? I bet Jack has some fun takes and some other would you rather questions. And um, some of them, most of them are not too pretty. <laughs> oh, let's go. Oh, let's go. Absolutely. So I'll start with some softballs. And chat, feel free to chime in too. Uh, would you rather live forever in night or forever in day? Forever in night. Why? Um... I would say the more inter interesting, more exciting things happen at night, while you would miss the splendors and the beauty of the sun, which, as a living vampire, like, as which 
comes up. Um, I don't already don't really get to go out in the sun too, too <laughs> often. And when I do, it sucks. Um, I can also say that the more fun things happen at night, you, you know, you, you parties, you meet the more interesting people, you have the more interesting experiences. Honestly, night, night. Plus, all you know, for every day, oh my, oh my God, you would just be like, oh my God, when is this going to stop? When does this turn off? When does this thing go away? I'm, I'm sick of it. My God. Mama always said nothing good happened after midnight, and um, I would beg to differ. I agree. The best fucking things happen after midnight. After midnight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, okay. Uh, would you rather... Let's see. I, I had to scope the internet for some like gruesome stuff that I couldn't think of on my own. That's good. Um, would you rather lose all of your teeth or bite your lip each time you chewed? Bite my lip each time I chewed. Hands down. you to it? I'm already used to it. Yeah. I know. Uh, um, I think that while that would be some pain, you still like teeth are kind of like a big thing. They really are. It's why you're, you should really take care of them. Um, huh tooth care plug uh but, <laughs> but uh, i think it's really really also in your link tree is an, an affiliate link to an orthodontist yeah right imagine <laughs> you're like haha you didn't even know that did you but i really do think that uh biting your lip is a small price to pay for keeping your teeth i agree yeah. and i like the teeth um, would you rather be the sole survivor of a zombie apocalypse or be the first to be infected? Ooh, so uh, soul. Ooh, no, this is a hard one. Oh, I get bad. harder as we go. Okay. Um, I think you know what, sole survivor. What would you do I, as that sole survivor? I am completely. I am going to be completely in the minority. The only reason, the only reason would be I would know that I wasn't the cause. That would at least be a comfort. It's not my fault. It's not my yeah. fault. And I would, I would like to think that if I was a sole survivor, it meant that I tried to help as many people as possible until it caught to that point. And then it would just be me and I would have to take up the time just, you know, waiting and just being. But uh, at least I got to help as many people along the way that I could. Instead of it being that all these people had to suffer and I couldn't be there to at least try to help as many people as possible. Because otherwise it's like, kind of like, oh yeah, well I got the fast way out. I would much rather be the one kind of like, I'm here and I did everything I could and I, I fought the hordes and I did my best. And you know, I had to watch everyone fall apart, but at least that is my burden to bear as the last one instead. Now I'm with you. I don't want to die. I don't want to go out. I yeah. would rather be that last one, knowing I try to do everything I could. That's why I love, uh, what is it? That Will Smith movie. Oh, you know oh, oh. Uh, oh, no. It's Help me oh, out. My tongue. It's right there. Chats, chats on it. I am legend. Thank you. I was Thank you, Vox Raven Bear. There we go. There we go. And, and I love that he, I, I even wrote this down, I didn't tell you earlier, habits create reality because of something you said earlier, habits create reality. And that he is the definition of that. He, he created a habit, he made the best of it. He went out and he tried to do his best. 
I yeah. love that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, there. They might even do a sequ- uh, sequel. Apparently. Oh my God! Yes, please. So yeah. can the dog somehow survive? Oh God! I wish. Spoiler. <laughs> oh, sorry if you haven't seen the movie. It's only been like uh, fifteen years. Yeah. <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Uh, would you rather feel a constant weak pain for the rest of your life, or random attacks of excruciating pain? What? These questions. Okay. 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 A random weakness, like a random random weakness. It's so constant weak pain. So like all the time, your yeah. your body kind of hurts. Or random bouts of excruciating pain. Constant weak pain. I would much <laughs> rather be like with a cane and be like, this is just my life now. than be like, my life is wonderful. Ah! No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm fine. It's just the people around me like, are you good? And it's just like, it's just a thing that happens. Like it's nothing like, you know, it's not, but you know, it's what I have to go through. Yeah, no, 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 no. But you could live like your best life between those bouts. Nope absolutely not because that's apparently that's like excruciating so that's going to be something that's like not a no no thank you i would much rather just be like yep this is just what it is because in those moments of excruciating pain you're like i want to die just kill me now yeah exactly yeah we've all the shits where we're like yep this is the end just put me out of my misery Exactly. If it's if it's just constant weak pain, eventually you're just gonna get used to it, honestly. And it's just like, well, this is just what my life is. And, you know, I can function. It's it sucks. It's not fun. It's it's shit. But at least I can figure. I can do it. Otherwise, it's just like you're you're just living life and you're everything's honky dory. And then it's like you're not used to it. And then it hits way worse because you're not used to it. Right. No and do you know how I knew that would be your answer? the same reason that I knew Nymph Witch. Most of us over 30, already there, baby. Already in that 100. Can't walk up the stairs properly? No problem. What's that ache and pain? I have no idea. That's new. How fun. <laughs> I woke up today. My neck hurt so bad and my back hurt so bad. And I was like, was I at a rave last night? <laughs> no. Why am I in pain? What the fuck? Oh, my goodness. Okay, next one. This is this is from Reddit, so you know it's bad. Would you rather have your eyes glued shut for a day or have them glued open for a day? Glued shut. Shut. You know Hands what? Down, shut. Sleep. <laughs> you just go to bed. You just go to bed. Just be like, okay, and my eyes are glued shut. Good night. Can you imagine the dryness? No. Oh my no. God. Uh, no, 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 thank you. That's no, like no, the no, one no. reason I cannot watch Clockwork Orange. Because I know that scene's in there. I don't know why that scene's in there. I don't want to find out why that scene's in there. Yeah. No. No, thank you. I'm, I'm good. I would much rather just be like, oh, my eyes are glued shut. Well, I guess it's time for me to go to sleep. Night, good night. Night. I will see you. Like, if it would be different if they were like, oh, you have to stay awake. And they'd be like, oh, like, do I have to do things and, like, operate? And, and like like perform it's like you know what different challenge accepted fair i'm gonna daredevil this shit i'm gonna make coffee i'm gonna make breakfast i'm gonna see what i can accomplish today watch me bitch you park crookedly in in a spot by by starbucks or something someone's like what's going on you just walk out your eyes and you shut you're just like can't 
I'm sorry. My Give eyes are cut today. It's like, but you drove here. You drove. It's like, don't worry about it. But don't do that. Don't. Don't do, do that. Thank you. Safety. <laughs> Safety first. Glue your Isn't eyes me? wide open and then drive. Exactly. This has been a message from Vampire Jack and Bozer. <laughs> Would you rather wake up? Are you are you a fan of the Saw movies? Yeah. Have you seen any of them? Yes. Okay. So would you rather wake up in the reverse bear trap where it's on your head and it's going to pry yeah. your head open yeah. or the needle pit where you're just like swimming in syringes? The bear trap. What? Absolutely. What? Yeah. No way. Yeah. No way. Should I explain it? Yes. Okay. Well, this the speed of the bear trap is like one, two, three, boom, right? And then you all you have to really worry about is like you know time. Not to be gross to everybody, but the other way is you're swimming through. That's just constant. That's agony. The other one, it's it's over quickly. He's not going to let you go either way. But in the in the syringes, there's the the law of displacency. So if you lie flat. You're not going to get stabbed at all. And maybe there's one or two and you just like rearrange your body weight and then you take a nap. Well, but, but, but you don't know what's in the syringes and you don't know where they've That's been. True. And you don't know, there's so many different things that could be at play. Are they rusty? There's so many different things. Otherwise, it's like, it's like, is this a scenario where you survive or are you just like, is he letting you go? Well, because like in all the Saw movies, you have a chance to survive if you usually maim yourself if you're crafty yeah if you're a crafty one then then i guess the question is uh if it's the bear trap then it would be like okay well then i'll just do what he wants me to do to get out of that because if i'm swimming in needles like and then i have to live my life with swimming in needles and then it's like oh well you might have this and you might have this now you might have that it's like oh sh well this is long lasting on top of the maiming yikes yeah 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 and and i'm always freaked out by the fact that one little ounce of air in your bloodstream will kill you yeah and so any any little syringe that, that goes in the wrong artery you're dead like the the thing with the like bear trap is like it's it's that it's fast and then it's like would it though if it's, yeah if it's in your jaw and it well, think about that open well think about well if you are you dead about, right away well you have to think about it it's not right away but it would be it, it would be pretty fast and because of, like, it probably would it would be like what the and then it would it just be like because that would sever some Maybe. cortex back here yeah, right and there could be and, and actually, that's another uh, thing. It would also possibly paralyze you. So you don't feel it. So you wouldn't probably, it's possible you wouldn't even feel it, though. You know, there's a chance. Good point. So, Good point. Yeah. Hey, if you're liking this talk, pick up Jack's book. <laughs> okay, here's, here's the last few uh, vampire-related questions. Let's go. Would you rather have the need for blood to sustain your life or give blood to sustain the life of your love. 
that's difficult. Um, oh my god. Okay, we're gonna get deep. We're gonna get deep. Um, I guess, you know, it's hard when it's like you, you're, you know, to, to, to sustain your own life through taking in blood. Um, that's, it, it, that's a tough, that's a toughie. That is tough by itself. But on the other hand, you're, you're giving, right? You're being the giver. You're being the one helping them and building them up and keeping them, you know, satiated and healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would much rather that to give Yeah, it. you and the whole chat right now. Give, give, yeah. give, 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 give. Yeah, yeah, give. Yeah, the other way, the other way. Yeah. <laughs> because at least you know, like, it could be mine. It could be like Little Shop of Horror situation. Like, it's, I just <clears> have to, I'm a little anemic, and that's fine. But for you, for the love of my life, I'd do it. Yeah. If it could keep her strong. Sure. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly, hundred percent. Wow, giving. all the love in the chat, just about giving of yourself, your lifeblood for your loved one to live. That's we're beautiful. the best. We're the best people. We're the best people. That should just that that says everything right there. So then, on the love train, Ooh. here's maybe one of the toughest ones I think I wrote down. Would you rather be separated from your love, knowing they hate you, or? Lose your love knowing that they loved you. Ooh. Is this like, is this like true love situations? Like it's, it's like your true love, you know it for a love, and they hate you. Like, like, yes, you have nothing but love. All It's the truest love you've ever felt. You're separated and they despise you or they are no more. But at least you knew at the end they loved you. Oof. Oof. I would say I would much rather. You know what? I'm I'm sorry, but um for those out there that know, you know. If you know, you know, wink wonk. Can't say anything but wink wonk. I would say honestly, I would much rather they hate me. I would much rather they hate me and I know that they're out there living their life and that they're happy. They will find someone to replace me. They will find someone to keep their them warm and safe. And while I know that they hate me, I still know they're alive. And I still know they're living their life and doing what they are meant to do. And it would be torture and it would suck. But that is at least the sacrifice that I would be willing to give. That is a sacrifice. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. I wrote that down. I'm like, I don't even know how I would answer this one. That's yeah. hard. But you like, watch them. You watch them happy, but at least they're not dead. Like it's. I know. You know, like knowing that that was the choice I had to make. I guess if I was recognized, because oftentimes we don't get that choice. Either it's one or the other. Yeah, exactly. But if I knew I had the choice, I guess I would choose. Hate me, yeah. but live your life. Hate me, but live your life. I will. It's like that love will always be there. And I will know that I love you. And while you may despise me, you hate me, whatever it is, I will at least know that you are okay. That you are safe because my love for you was 
that strong. It was yeah. that deep. And like and Jack Townsend fan said, and you love them even if they hate you. Exactly. Exactly. I think that's a good one to end on. I agree. <laughs> on a weird love-hate death situation. I, I think that's a very good one to end on. I agree. And on that note, pick up Jack's book. <laughs> you should you should definitely pick up my book and check it out and you should read it and you should join the community and you should read it. Read yeah. it. Get it. Please. <laughs> Jack, this was nothing less than I expected, which was an amazing so time. We got deep. We got deep. Yeah, we did. We did. And yeah. I, I knew coming into this that you were open to that. Like, I, I love having guests on that I like a know because it's so easy to craft my questions. A lot of times other yeah. guests, first time on, you don't know what they're comfortable with. I don't want to like push any boundaries, um, but I still want to get to know them at a, a real level. But I knew with you, you were an open book. You wear your heart on your sleeve and you spread your ribs out for the world to see. Yup. I, I do it. A hundred percent. Yes. No, uh, you can, this is, I have so much fun doing this, you know, uh, writing a book like this, where it is very, very dark and very, 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 uh, intense. Yeah. I'm, I'm an open book. You can, yeah, this is so much fun. I love this. Are you kidding? And your community gets that because constantly you're live on Twitch or not Twitch, uh, TikTok, and they can ask questions and you were just there to hang and talk. And so please, if you guys are just tuning in you're getting to the end of the stream and you haven't yet checked out his content check him out on TikTok. check out his book check out his music check out his web series check out his poetry what else hey how is uh shit i wrote it down how is uh new blood going new blood is going great new blood is going great everyone is working really hard everything is looking amazing and uh yeah that's that's where we are at the moment and uh yeah make sure you are following new blood and checking them out they are incredible so yes <laughs> we talked about new blood on our last geek out session jack townsend so if you don't know that you can go find it either on youtube or on podcast and we had the amazing fen and balanche Madame Ballinger as well, yes. And all the amazing things that they are doing for the paranormal paranormal communities and the spiritual vampire communities. And if you haven't found a place where your story is being told, check out New Blood and Inhumans, right? That's the other one? Not in the human inhumans as well, yes. Yes. Um, check it out, especially New Blood, because Jack has some cameos some leading some, parts some there's some there's some pieces so uh just definitely okay. check it out okay yeah uh stick around for Ooh, sorry sorry alec i'm changing the raid because someone's playing vampire masquerade right now Ooh. and that is just exactly where we need to go thank you oh shine daryl sucks at gaming stick around y'all we're headed this raid so Daryl sucks at gaming. Read. I I it wrong. Must read. Vampire the Masquerade. Scream. Do it. Scream. Yeah. This is why I need mods that do this better than I do. Okay, here we go. Um, But 
We do this each and every week. Please come back. Check out our next guest next Monday and all future Mondays because like, I'm just in it to make friends and I've made some amazing friends through this and I count myself very lucky to count Jack Townsend as one of them. Oh. Bozer, I'm very glad that you're my front friend as well and thank you very much for having me back on the stream. I am, I love coming here. You're an amazing host. You're absolutely incredible. And this this is great. And the community, you guys are absolutely amazing. Thank you for showing up every single time you can do it, supporting everything. I love you more than you could ever even imagine. So thank you guys. And thank you both. But as always, I am Bozer. I am the Vampire Jack Tony. And you just keep geeking out. Bye-bye.